Good morning. This is MT Clark, and this is the MT for Christ 24-7 podcast. And this little program is called Bible Study with the Sincotis. We're joined by Arthur and Susanna Sincotti and my wife, Tammy Lynn Clark. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. And uh, I'll just announce the topic because I, I like I like the topic. It's like an, it. another look at faith. And look know, at faith. so yes. it's another and another. if there's anything that our, our our ministry is about is continuously taking a look at our faith so uh, i sort of like the topic this morning i once i once yeah. heard a preacher talk about you know our faith and and everything the, the whole christian world being like a, a, a big diamond stone you know I've, I've been to the um museum in washington the national natural history museum in washington and they have these huge gemstone section and they've got these giant gemstones that have been created and carved and, and cut and if you turn it one way you it looks one way and if you turn it the other way it looks another way if you look at it from the top down it looks one way if you look at it from the bottom up it looks different but it's still the same gemstone mm -hmm. so i think that that's the way our, our christian walk is i think that's the way our faith is that is this beautiful stone this beautiful gemstone <laughs> has different sides to it different tops and bottoms and flips it over and the color comes through and you put it in the light it comes through another way mm. so taking another look at faith is a good thing multi-faceted i think yes i call that um i always emphasize that our studies are not exhaustive uh, i always try to cram them into one one page of paper so it might, be I might be down <laughs> i might be down to 11 font and on some occasions but uh try to cram it into one one piece of paper and i, I did look at the archives we did so we did a, a study on faith about a year ago uh and uh so this is fresh bread new material in, in this because it's it is it is exhaustive you could do a week's series you could do a month's series oh, yeah. on on faith because it's it's central because mm -hmm. um the big it's the big three you know first corinthians 13 13 we open with mm. uh, by faith hope and love these three okay so i see what you're doing there i yeah. see and this does not I indicate see. that i'm going to into uh, oh, to really? love not, sometimes you think it's all loosey goosey but then you see oh okay <laughs> we're doing a, we're doing a series here last week was hope <laughs> and now it's faith no I'm, well love is probably a good one to do at some point at some point it's huge that's so it is huge. a huge one yeah but you know yeah. it, it, when you started this with the the three big the three big ones it makes me think that in proverbs one it says proverbs one five it says a wise man will hear and increase learning and a man of understanding will attain wise counsel and then it goes on in six to say to understand proverbs and enigmas the words of the wise and the riddles Sometimes these things like faith, hope, and love abide three things, faith, hope, and love. It sounds like a riddle. Mm. Sounds like, you know, something you need to dissect. And so, yes, we did hope, and now we're doing faith. And so sure. at some point, we probably will unlock the, the key of love. Or maybe perhaps, Mark, you and Tammy Lynn will do that. Yes, Which y'all are our newlyweds. So fresh. <laughs> fresh. I will say. <laughs> uh, well, hey, let's, uh, why don't we open in prayer. Father, mm -hmm. uh, thank you for sowing such uh, faith into us, Lord, and gathering us here again together this morning. Uh, this is uh, um, the expression of, of our faith gathering together and, um, and being in, in, in one accord as we uh, use language to, uh, to meet through that, our thoughts and opinions and uh, point of view uh looking at the at the at the diamond uh from a, a certain each one of us looks from a, a different perspective lord god uh, and yet you are are unchangeable uh, we exalt you and praise you uh, and lift your name on high this morning and look deeply into your word to uh it's our daily bread uh, for our sustenance for our enrichment for our uh, uh, nurturing in a deeper, richer, uh, more vibrant relationship with you, Lord God, I pray indeed that you would change us into the image of your son as we come under uh, the teaching of your word. We praise you and thank you for it in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 
So in, indeed, here we are uh, looking again at, at the, the topic and, and the subject of faith and uh, one of the big three. Last week, we talked about hope. We discussed some of the similarity and uh, used the example of how um, uh, hope is, is, tends to be more forward-looking forward and forward-thinking than, than faith uh, because faith abides. And uh, even though the, the verse says not now and abide, abide, faith, hope, and love, I thought that was um, a uh, uh, abide was uh, a key word in this. I, I love words. Mm -hmm. I think we all love, love words. <laughs> That's why we, we do this, you know, because we, we look at the word and we just want to get your scalpel out and, and start uh, um, considering each one so that we really get the rich and full this meaning and understanding. Sometimes, you know, God's word is uh, a riddle, and and sometimes there's a, a poetic nature mm -hmm. to God's word that was just kind of mystified by it. You think that you um, uh, grasp the mm -hmm. meaning. Um, <clears throat> I liken it to looking at a kaleidoscope, and suddenly an image appears that you think that you um, recognize, but then it's gone. You know, you, you see it for an instant and, mm. and then it's gone. Uh, another example was uh, um, in Dickens' A Christmas Carol. Um, the, the ghost of, of Christmas yeah. past, uh, his description in the, in the written version was uh, just amazing. You'd, you'd, you'd see was a, 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 like an infant child, but then all of a sudden like an old man. And you'd see uh, images of the past in the face of the ghost and it was receding and it was up close. And so it, 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 when we engage with God's word, we, it, it, it hits us in, in such a way that it conjures up thoughts and, and we make connections and the light bulb goes on mm -hmm. suddenly. And there's how many often Susanna says, uh, I've read that verse a, a hundred times and uh, suddenly uh, I, I saw something new in it. So that's what we, we hope mm -hmm. to experience. And, um, uh, you know, my aim here is just to set the table to kind and of draw it out. And that's really welcoming the, uh, the Holy Spirit into our, uh, you know, into our seeking. Yes, uh, yeah, you know, exactly. the, the, the phenomenon that you're uh, referring to there is uh, illumination and uh, illumination uh, and and the the Holy Spirit. That's the ministry of the Holy Spirit with the Word. Um, yeah. You know, basically illuminating the meaning right. and the, those. He's he's the one moving the kaleidoscope. Uh, right. <laughs> you know, that's uh, that's that's showing these uh, these layers to to the. The word that is clear, and then somehow it becomes it becomes even more clear um, that we see more and more um, truth and meaning, and we're reminded of the things we've already known because he brings things into remembrance too. So uh, yeah. I love I love it. You know, it's Bible study, but you know, it's really it's really discovery um, oh, as the good. Holy Spirit brings it to us. You know, we and you know, you think of study, you just think of like you know, rotely remembering one fact after, you know, okay, I understand it, I got it. Well, that's not the way our faith works. You know? no, 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 no. I was, uh, I had a text conversation with Pastor Bill Morgan uh, during the week. Uh, he's a pastor that weighed in on uh, a little a piece about hope. And <laughs> we started to get into the, the whys of why we, why we do this. And and personally, I like, I enjoy uh, the, the engagement uh, element. Um, it, it quickens thoughts in, in me. Now, I, I love good preaching. You know, I'll, I'll sit, I'll get my notepad out when the preaching is rich and mm -hmm. this stuff flowing that is just um, you know, making my brain just snap, right? But mm. the engagement, you know, Mark will say something, uh, we'll look at a, a verse together, somebody will mm -hmm. read it, something mm -hmm. new will, will leap off the page. Mm -hmm. uh, we're all making connections and expressing them. And each time uh, we, we get a fuller understanding, mm -hmm. a fuller meaning, a, a fuller sense of what, of what the word is saying. 
Right, and that's why we, and, you know, I love the actually point that you know, um, out. Um, we really need community too, yeah. Because it's yes. not just this mystical experience of reading the word and you know getting something from the Holy Spirit. We that is part of it, but sure. He gives it to you so you can you can tell somebody else about it and right. and it gets shared, you know. Right. And they go, "Wow, I never thought about that," you know, thought about it that way or or whatever. And you know, the community comes together. And, uh, you know, that Holy Spirit fire uh, puts that truth there and we can warm ourselves and, you know, uh, be, be, you know, be really empowered by it. You know, it's, it's funny because um, when we do these um, podcasts and things, and I think of people watching us or listening to us, and I think, I wonder if the person watching or listening, you know, has a thought or something and would like to, to write it down or tell us, you know, that kind of thing. Weigh in. Sure. So, you know, maybe someday we'll have a way that you can um, contact yeah, I mean- yeah, if anybody's, uh, you know, uh, the, the the my email's on the uh, the blog uh, for yeah, anyone who wants to order. leave a comment or whatever, right. or, and they can always <laughs> comment on the blog or whatever. Uh, but it's empty for Christ twenty four seven at Gmail. Um, but yeah, but but so yeah, and I've gotten feedback, um, you know, through the various social media things. I get awards on Reddit for some blog posts and. Um, like I've told you in the past, the, uh, you know, the, there seems to be a, a, a strong, you know, when, when we put out the Bible study link for the, for the blog, there's, there's high, you know, relatively high traffic um, for those people um, are, are clicking on it at least um, to see what our Bible study is about. So they might be copying and pasting the whole thing and, you know, taking it as their own, Arthur, I don't know, but <laughs> But yeah, people are in, engaging and we do get, you know, uh, feedback in terms of, you know, positive responses and how it, how it, um, you know, how it, how people appreciate what we do. Um, and that, you know, because sometimes, you know, I do this, you know, I do the blog six days a week and then we do this and, um, you know, that community is out there. Uh, I don't know who these people are. Um, one of them is called the King of Spain on Reddit. Uh, you know, it's sort of funny. Like, oh, the King of Spain said thanks again. All right. You know, and, uh, you know, it's just sort of funny. Um, you know, different, you know, I get, you know, I'll be going and there'll be nothing. And then, you know, just when I need it, I'll get like an encouraging word from somebody or something. And I'm like, okay, like I'm not, you know. I'm going to do this anyway, but I really appreciate, you know, the fact that there's people out there and there's, and they're listening and they're, they're being affected and impacted by what we do here. Right. So. And that's wonderful because that's, that's how the community, like you said, the community of faith, mm-hmm. so that we're not just doing this just to see ourselves or hear ourselves. We're doing this because we want to share our faith. And it can be just one person, you know, it, it would be enough for me. You know, because we, in this, in this society, we really isolate ourselves and technology uh, uh, sort of gives us the ability to open this up to whoever. So let's use it, um, you know, and uh, if I impact one person, that's enough. I just, I just got word this week, um, you know, that um, my cousin who's, you know, he has very a similar past to me in terms of brokenness and everything and um he ended up in a rehab and he ended up giving him he ended up making a profession of faith making christ his lord and his savior and um you know uh my extended family we don't hang out at all we don't spend time together we just like oh yeah those are the cousins or whatever um but he reached out to me to let me know this happened to him and i'm like how much you know, and I'm like, that is awesome what, what the Lord has done in his life. But, you know, it, you know, we're not in this by ourselves um, right. because he's, you know, he knew he's seen enough of my walk through social media or whatever that he thought of me to share this with. And that's, you know, I point, I'm like, yeah, no, no, I'm pointing to the Lord going, I love what you've done to change, change my life so much that someone would think of me as a Christian that you'd want to share your salvation with. Um, and we're encouraging each other, you know, on Facebook messenger, you know, um, over the last couple of days, um, just because, um, and I'm not going, Oh, you got to come to my church. Oh, you got to do this. You got to do that. I'm like, you know what? Welcome to the kingdom. Uh, never forget that you're saved, um, that, you know, it's going to be a rough road or whatever. Uh, I encourage you to follow him. 
Um, but go where the Lord leads you and, you know, try to turn away from everything you've walked away from, you know, mm-hmm. and, and stay away from it. Um, because this, when, you know, our faith is, is real, our salvation is real in a moment. Um, but the, 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 the great joy of, of our faith is, is the manifestation of the fruit of the spirit in our lives. Um, and that's from, and that grows from walking in the spirit, renewing your mind with the word. And that's why we do what we do. You know, so. you know yeah, that brings me to memory. What yesterday when we were traveling, um, around town doing some things, we were listening to, um, the speaker and he was speaking at some university or something. It was a very, mm-hmm. you know, one of those kind of great leaders. And he was saying that somebody asked him, well, what's your religion? You know, and he says, I've gotten to a place where I no longer say, well, I'm Baptist or I'm Presbyterian or I'm Pentecostal or this. He says, I'm a follower of the way. And that's the way that Jesus spoke of himself. He said sure. that was one of the first titles he gave himself. He said, I am the way, yeah. the truth and the life. Yeah. And so, you know, when you talk about that, Mark, it made me think of, well, that's that's what it is. You know, I don't want to be a denominational person. Right. Mm. I want to be a faith-filled person. Yeah. And I want to be a faithful person that's following the way and the mm-hmm. way yeah and we see the thread of consistency uh we certainly look for that uh, unity and consistency are elements mm-hmm. that are are critical um uh, to our our faith experience we, we were driving in this morning and listening to harry reader out of uh um uh, Hunt, he's uh not huntsville but what's the capital of alabama uh anyway he he's pastors of birmingham birmingham i'm guessing in church in alabama and he was preaching about revival, and I was encouraged to hear that he was hitting a lot of the touch points that we hit when we did the piece on revival about mm-hmm, four mm-hmm. weeks ago, three yes. or four weeks ago. And that was that was an in- encouragement to me. And, and of course, he layered it with uh, new stuff that really rang my bell and mm-hmm. was very interesting. So again, it's we 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 hold each other's hands, we hold, lift each other up to come to a fullness of understanding of of the faith Mm -hmm. and to abide in it. So uh, uh, this word abide in in this case means to continue without fading or being lost. Mm -hmm. Uh, The archaic uh, to live or to dwell, to dwell Mm -hmm. in. The the word minnow is is also translated, remain, dwell, continue, tarry. Tarry. So... Um, Terry is one of those really Christian words, you know, I gotta, <laughs> Terry, the, oh brother, you don't hear that like anywhere else, man, you know, start using it in try to use that more. Oh often. yeah, we're in it now, man. <laughs> I this love is bringing it. out those words uh, every now and then in conversation. <laughs> I, I used the word buttress a couple yeah. of weeks ago, having lunch with somebody and he goes to me, he goes, wow, you, this was with, um, uh, uh, Ron, and he goes, "Wow, you know, you you have a really good vocabulary. I've never I've never heard anybody use the word buttress in a sentence before." you know that he uses all kinds of words. Sometimes oh, he uses words he's not really sure what they mean. Yeah, so that's yeah, to you gotta be careful. You gotta be careful. <laughs> Sound good in the sentence. Oh, like God. I think I mean this. Let's see. But, you know the the concept. You know we do. We don't want to sound all, you know, hoity-toity or anything, but but there are some wonderful words out there like Terry or buttress mm. or, or abide that yep. are not necessarily in the vocabulary of the common man today, but they right. certainly uh, could be and brought back and put to use because they, they do have a, a wealth of information and wealth of meaning. Yeah. I like the fact that it says it doesn't fade or, and it's not lost. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's yeah. and that's what we're talking about here: the continuous pursuit of the Lord and staying in it, and that's it. I mean, because otherwise, you know, the the word repeatedly says, you know, uh, warns us, like that some have been deceived by the doctrines of demons and and have walked away. And it's like, wait a minute, I thought we were once saved, always saved. And I say, well, that's true if you're saved, um, but apparently, you know, some people come in there's wheat among the tares and we don't know so you know you're supposed to seek your salvation with fear and trembling and you know have a real respect and uh you know uh love of the lord and what 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 it's really about um you know not some surfacey you know i said i said it i'm good thanks um no uh it's, uh, the relationship comes in uh it's got to be love and you want to continue that's and, next week. That's and right <laughs> 
but this week is faith. And so faith is, is certainly an interesting word, mm-hmm. uh, mm. even more interesting uh, concept. It, it only appears twice in, in the Old Testament, at least, you know, as, as faith, uh, oh. interestingly enough. Mm. And um, I think once in Deuteronomy and once in uh, Ezra, I think it was. And, uh, and so from memory, mm. um, in the New Testament, most common used Greek word is, is pistis and it's a noun uh, it's a feminine noun we think of the word in, in common vernacular uh, as we think of the word in common vernacular let's let's consider three um, a- applications mm-hmm. okay and the first one first application is faith as, as a possession mm-hmm. we already talked about uh, abiding in faith and and uh, faith is is something that we possess mm. um, we have faith. Romans 12, 3 says God has dealt to each a measure of faith. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, some, actually some translations say some, the measure of faith, mm-hmm. as if to suggest it's, it's the same. Um, mm-hmm. uh, that's a mystery. Uh, mm-hmm. We could uh, uh, wrangle yeah, over that all, all, all day long. But the point is that we, we have faith. We mm-hmm. possess this. This is a possession. This tells us that uh, faith is a gift, okay? It, it says that, that God has dealt, right? He has dealt or given or bestowed. So mm-hmm. it's a gift from God, even though it's not, um, you know, listed in, in the, the spiritual gifts, as uh, Galatians uh, um, uh, 522, uh, faith is, is a gift from God. It, it, we don't, you know, just um, uh, pop out and uh, uh, the, the, the womb and, and have faith. Well, uh, I uh, think we do have faith of some sort. We have, well, we have a, you we have talk about that. There's a, there's because a, like you have faith of sitting in that chair and knowing a, that it's not gonna, you're not going to fall out of it, right? Natural faith. Natural faith, yeah. yeah. Um, Which I think leads us to God's faith. Many of the uses of faith in the New Testament speak of your faith. Mm-hmm. So this is personalizing again and mm-hmm. emphasizing the gift, the the um, the notion that it's a possession. Uh, Matthew nine twenty two. Your your faith has made you well, mm-hmm. right? Um, fifth, Matthew fifteen twenty eight. Oh woman, great is your faith. Mm-hmm. Luke uh, seven fifty. Your faith has saved you. Now, it, it, uh, this would beg the question: faith in what or who? Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. because faith. We're going to talk about how. Faith has, has an object as well. Faith, faith alone can't save you. But um, the faith in, in, in Christ, it, that's, the, that's the, the foundation mm-hmm. of, uh, of our, our saving uh, uh, salvation experience. I, as Susanna you know, points out, uh, I think faith is, is a, a general part of our, our natural uh, experience mm-hmm. as well. We're, we're born... With a natural dimension of, of faith, mm-hmm. the baby develops faith when it, it cries, and, and suddenly mommy comes with a baba or a cha- you know a clean diaper or something like that. This is it develops faith, and I think this this natural expression of faith, I believe it, it teaches us about faith mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. directs us towards faith in God. Right, right. Because um, a, a favorite verse of mine is First uh, Corinthians fifteen forty six, which says, "However, the spiritual is not first, but the natural." And afterwards, the spiritual. Mm-hmm. So that's a uh, that's an important equation. Mm-hmm. Um, we see many glimpses of the spiritual life in the natural, even um, even religious things. We read in Hebrews in the book of Hebrews how many religious things point us to the 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 bigger truth, point us to heavenly uh, things uh, that are not perishable, for instance. Uh, so I also had first Corinthians, um, uh, two, five listed here. And I, I can't for the life of me remember why. So I thought just take a Mark, moment to it? look that up and see. Yeah. Let me grab that. Great. Thanks. But, but yeah, the, uh, you know, I, I sort of like the, uh, where you went with the natural, then the, um, the spiritual, if, if we think of it in terms of the evidence for God, we yeah. have the, um, you know, the, the, general revelation of god is creation and and uh you know the fact we're here we have a conscience and and uh you know and then there's the special revelation you know god's word 
and how that becomes, you know, alive, empowered by the Holy Spirit, and comes into a believer's heart and mind and illuminates his mind, and he sees the truth of the gospel, and uh, he makes Christ his Savior, and is transformed, and he becomes an evidence uh, mm-hmm. for God, the transformed life. So it's, you know, um, one of the sayings out there is, you know, all in terms of truth is all truth is God's truth, meaning, you know, God establishes creation and, and, and principles of science and everything. And that, and in general principles of, you know, um, cause and effect, and, you know, what feels good. Um, and that's all part of, you know, his, his truth. So other faith streams, other things, the natural world of cause and effect show you, you know, um, how things work, um, that was established by God. And, yeah. uh, you know, but unfortunately, you know, like understanding the principle of, uh, you know, the law of gravity is not going to necessarily save you. It'll save you from possibly from falling down, <laughs> um, you know, or doing something foolish, but, um, you know, in terms of, our eternal destiny. We need that special revelation and God has been gracious enough to give it to us. And uh, as it says in first Corinthians two, five, that your faith should not be in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. And God set us up for that one because I didn't know where I was going. Uh, But but my commentary leads perfectly into that verse. Absolutely. Because that's what the spirit does. The Holy Spirit leads us to, to, to say and do what we need to in order for it to, his truth to come out. Yeah. And, you know, the next one just simply says, verse six says, however, we speak wisdom among those who are mature. Mm-hmm. And that's, I think that's another piece that, you know, as you're maturing in your faith, it talks about faith with something that we abide in, that we continue in, that we, we, you know, dwell in, we live in. It's a living and it's a thing that's growing. And so as you're maturing, then you can handle more and more of the depth of faith. Oh, sure. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's faith is, is, is dynamic. In, in I, I forget the verse, but it's, uh, there's a verse in the Bible from faith to faith. That means That's right. We, yes. we grow. And as your, as your voice, uh, as your verse pointed out, your great is your faith. So apparently it can grow. Right, yeah. right. Mm-hmm. Right. Indeed. So, uh, um, this is, uh, what we're looking at today and in a, a, f- a fuller meaning i found uh, a fuller meaning uh, of the in the in the verb form in, in vines expository uh dictionary uh pisido translated to believe but mm-hmm. mm. sometimes translated uh, uh faith and it signifies entrust uh, commit to it's akin to um Pitho, pitho, to persuade. Mm-hmm. Also um, uh, used in the New Testament, all, uh, always of faith in God uh, or, or Christ or spiritual things. Uh, continuing in in vines, it says faith has a secondary meaning of assurance or guarantee. Mm-hmm. Um, Acts seventeen thirty one. By raising Christ from the dead, God has given assurance that the world would be judged by Him. And in 1 Timothy 5.12, where faith means pledge, um, mm-hmm. Vine goes on to say that faith rests in a living person. And this is central. Okay, this is very mm-hmm. what I really want to draw out. Faith rests in a, a living person. The object of Abraham's faith was not God's promise that was uh, the occasion of its exercise. His faith rested in God himself. Right, right. So mm-hmm. it, we can get confused about that. I mean, we can get confused in that, of, uh, in Pen- especially in Pentecostal circles, sure. about uh, having uh, extending your faith or having faith in God's promises, or faith in the miracle, uh, you know, uh, waiting for having faith for a miracle. Except mm-hmm. we can we can make a God out of just about anything, and we can make a God out of faith, uh, certainly. But um, uh, the object uh, is always in faith in God Himself, right. in a person. Mm-hmm. I think that in Abraham, it was really shown when he was asked to sacrifice Isaac. Yeah. Because yeah. it talks about that, that Abraham had faith that God, even if he killed him, that God would raise him from the dead because he remembered that God had promised him yeah. that through right. Isaac, the many nations. Yeah. So he had faith not in 
in just some promise. No, he had faith in God. He yeah. had to. Sure. Otherwise, how yeah. can you sacrifice your only son? How could you do that without having right, Because, I mean, God? you know, he's the heir of the promise, right? So he, right. you know, he the, it's yeah. all about Isaac. It's all, you know, I got Isaac. We got to protect Isaac. Right. He's going to be the one, you know, or whatever. But when he when he was called to, to you know, sacrifice him, he didn't hesitate. And he went early in the morning to go do it. Um, you know, you get those, you know, <laughs> you take care of business, the important things you, you rise early for, and uh, yes, you know, you right. take care of the things that God calls you to, to do. And, um, the, and I love it because, because you know, we 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 warn each other about how we are, you know, we have faith for things and we hope for things, but our hope is in God, you know, right? Yep. You know, the most, our faith is in God. It's a living person. And I love the fact that you brought out that it's a verb um, because all your usage is there. It's like your faith has made you well, you're, yep. you know, and your faith has saved you. Um, you know, that's an action word. You know, um, It's not some passive, you know, thing, uh, you know, and usually our, our, and, and, it should, our faith should draw us to do things, um, mm-hmm, right. mm-hmm. to put us into action. Um, yeah. I have faith, uh, you know, in, my, in the Lord and my salvation. So I have faith in the word. So I'm going to do what the word says. Um, I'm going to I'm gonna obey his commandments. And so faith is a tool. Yeah. So faith, uh, number two is faith as a, as a tool or as an application. Mm. So it's, it's, it's something we have, but that would beg the question, well, what do we do with it, right? Mm. Uh, in the above verse, uh, gospel verses, the, the, possessed, the possessed faith accomplished something. There you go. <laughs> action, right? It, it's, it, I obviously don't read ahead, even when it's in front of me. Uh, but yeah. Yeah. God's good, though. See, that's the Holy Spirit once again, you yeah. know. Showing us what was to come and, and and marrying it together. I just love that. Yeah. Mm. So it's not just but it about is an action. Uh, yeah. Uh, it's not uh, simply a possession. You, you you have a big nose. Okay, great. You know, better to smell with, right? <laughs> the big bad wolf says, right? because he says there's an application. There's a reason. It's a, it's right. a good there, thing. Oh my uh, <laughs> that's the natural, I think, right there. <laughs> Second Corinthians five seven uh, says that for we walk by faith and not by sight. Consider faith in in this verse as a as a guide, a walking stick or a guide dog. These are tools to navigate in the darkness. Well, I think it, Mark brought up in the beginning when you talked about the, uh, the, the Charles Dickens character. Yep. That it's illumination. You know, that we, God is light and he gives us light and he illuminates the path. And, and so our faith, as you put here, it is our, we walk by faith, not by sight. Mm-hmm. Because the faith that we have is the light that we walk by. Yeah. yeah. And uh, <clears throat> indeed, you know, Genesis 1, 2, the very first thing. God said, let there be light, and, and, and there was. So um, our faith is instrumental in, in navigating uh, the darkness mm. and, and finding the light, finding our way to, uh, uh, in, into the light. Galatians uh, 2.16 says, knowing that a man is not justified by works of the law, but by faith in Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Again, faith is portrayed as, as the tool for justification. And salvation. Mm-hmm. That's, that's how we are saved. Mm-hmm. And finally, Hebrews eleven six. Without faith, it's impossible to please him or please God. For he who comes to God must must believe. And again, uh, faith is is the tool f- for belief. Uh, mm-hmm. I love the uh, uh, say or little story that Pastor Finn used to tell about um, uh, Isaac and, and Jacob. So you know, Jacob comes and deceives um, Isaac out of the blessing and so isaac blesses him Mm. and jacob receives that blessing by faith he doesn't pull up like 12 camels and start loading up stuff Mm. you know he runs away actually he runs away yeah Mm. he runs away with nothing (laughs) really oh to his uh, uncle's house so he received that that blessing was imparted and received totally by faith even mm-hmm. to the extent that when Esau shows up later, 
And, you know, he says, Father, didn't, haven't you received a, a blessing? We would think in the natural, like, we would just think, because this is, this is not part of our cultural moment, because, like, we take things back all the time. Oh, oh I didn't mean that. And, you know, you would think in our cultural moment, right. the natural, you say to yourself, well, why didn't Isaac just say, oh, the, the kid deceived me. Oh, forget, you know, that, that didn't stick. That, that was meaningless. No, hey, hey, Jacob. Take that back. Sorry, uh, you're not. You know, you don't get the blessing. Esau's here. He gets the blessing, right? That's so that's not the way it was. Once he spoke it, there was power in that. And we have, you know, we did that whole study on language. Once we know that that God spoke the universe into existence. Mm -hmm. He didn't speak the universe into existence and say, "Oops, made a mistake." You know, let's start over. Um, he's taking what he's spoken in, into existence and he's bringing it to its fullest expression. And I think that's, that's powerful is no, uh, no take backs here. So um, again, that just really, uh, that story really uh, rounded out my, my sense of my understanding of faith that, mm. that Jake doesn't start carting off stuff. You know, he gets, he grabs the blessing mm. by faith. Mm -hmm. and 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 then walks in it you know and and it takes uh years to to walk work out and that he begins to see you know mm -hmm. the 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 fullness and the fruition uh, and the beauty and the majesty of this blessing and that's yeah. what we're supposed to do with our salvation we're supposed to walk and work out work out our salvation with faith and as we said at the beginning of this of this this lesson today about I said, you know, I don't want to call myself a, a denomination anymore. I just want to say that I'm walking in the way. Mm, yeah, that's yeah. Jesus. That's what we're doing. We're walking out our salvation day by day. We're walking mm. out our faith day by day. Fear because you never know what's going to happen one day. Right. One day everything's fine. The next day, maybe there's not some, there's some, you know, clouds on the horizon. Right. And that's, and that's, that's, that's our, the test of our faith is if we stay in it. Um, yep. you know, yes. um, you know, uh, the, the thing with, with, uh, with our faith is that sometimes, like I said, those weed, uh, those tears amongst the weed or whatever they are, um, people walk away when things get bad, their faith goes cold or, or something happens in their life where they're, they feel, uh, betrayed or cheated by God, um, for not answering prayer or, or for, or for traumatic loss or something. And instead of, you know, trusting the Lord and, and staying with him, they, they walk away. And like, like he's like, you know, the, the, they, they, they had faith in the promises more than the person who was, you know, um, yeah. right. A yeah. person of God, right. And, right. you know, that they, they reveal them their spiritual maturity and uh, what they were in for, you know, they like the, the people who ate, you know, of ate from Jesus's miracle of the loaves and the fishes. They were around for the free meals. Um, but when things got a little real uh, spiritually, they, they said, Oh, I don't think you know, we're out of here. Um, right. They weren't for the person they were for the, the promise. And sure, uh, absolutely. that's not what we're supposed to have faith in. And that brings us to our next point. Uh, yeah. Is, faith is an object. Yeah. Right. So uh, indeed faith, Faith is an is an object, as in the the Christian faith. Uh, so we use it in that in that vernacular and in that sense sometimes too. We've already said how Christ is the object of our faith. However, the biblical usage of the faith, uh, we sense faith being expressed as as a community mm. in usages mm -hmm. in Romans one five. Through him, we have received grace and apostleship for obedience to the faith among all the nations for his name. So um, we we sometimes even use the, the term the faith community, right? Mm. Uh, say that, and that's we're part not, of the faith community. Yeah, yeah we're mm -hmm. part of a, a, a faith or the faith community. So uh, we, uh, you, you know, we, we don't want to be. Well, we do want to be exclusive, exclusive about that. This because, you know, Jesus was was very emphatic in saying that that He is the way, the truth, and the life, and and He is alone is and, and should be the object of our faith because everything else is is temporal. Uh, you know, Susanna mm -hmm. talked earlier about putting our faith in the chair, but the faith the chair is is corruptible, 
and it's it's eventually going to break and right. hopefully it doesn't break in the next 20 minutes but uh you know we've got uh, we're extending our our faith in in that regard but uh and the ceiling and the walls right and, uh, <laughs> it's all gonna crumble uh and burn, burn like someday, jesus but... pointed out to the disciples when they were gawking at the uh the temple and, mm. and the buildings in, in Jerusalem, how, how grand. And it does seem at, at times, we, we look at the achievements of man and, and we think that that's just, it's just gonna be there forever. Um, I'm sometimes uh, um, struck by some of the things that were torn down. Um, I, 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 yeah. I, remember, I remember that uh, um, you could look it up on the internet, some pictures of, uh, of of Penn Station in New York City back at the turn of the century it was grand. I was oh, all glass and it was just a grand, beautiful Penn Station, nope. almost a rival uh, Grand Central Station. Yeah, now it's, it's just an ugly underground thing underneath Madison Square Garden. But um, uh, they tore it down. They tore yeah. it down. <laughs> and you think of, uh, you know, in Americana, you think of uh, the old time movie theaters that were majestic in their design and everything, you know, right. and how they went went the way of the multiplex. And even exactly. those are, you know, few and far between now. Um, yeah. So, yeah, the, those things. And then then through the pandemic, we had this crazy thoughts about tearing down um statues and and uh, monuments and things like that because mm -hmm. they, they offended somebody right and it's like why would you do that I, yeah. You know. yeah yeah well this, the erasing this of history is doesn't change it. of trying to tear, tear down our, our own past and the elements of that past that are true should indeed be uh, uh embraced and scrutinized and, and looked at so that they yeah. don't happen again, but not yeah. torn down and forgotten. Because I right. think that's one of the one of the things. Um, <clears throat> when I was teaching in the high school, um, we taught the global history, and we went through this, the concept of the concentration camps and things like that. And there was a particular concentration camp called in Sobibor, and when the that was one of the, the famous major escapes that had was actually successful in Sobibor. And the Germans were so afraid that other people would hear about this and would then start trying to escape too, that as soon as they, the, the escape was done, it was over and, and the, the powers that be from Germany came in and they completely annihilated Sobibor. They, were, they took it all down, they planted trees, they wouldn't let anybody, there was no remembrance of, of the, the, the fires, the, the camps, the, the barbed wire, the poles, nothing. It was all completely wiped off and planted trees. So there's somebody said, well, there was a camp in Sobibor. We escaped from it. And they'd say, what camp? It wasn't there. Mm -hmm. So, you know, there's a point where right. you yeah. cannot erase your faith. I mean, people. some people say about the Old Testament, well, they killed a lot of people. They, you know, they were pretty brutal back then. Why do you read the Old Testament? It's kind of old and it's terrible, terrible things. But there's truth there. There's, there's understanding there. And we need to understand why and what was going on back there. We don't need to hide it and say we're not going to read it anymore. Right. And and do away with it and say, oh, it never happened. It happened. And we need we need to deal with what happened, and then make it try not to make it happen again. Yeah, yeah. Here's barking. So that's right. And he's, he's barking to warn us, <laughs> not to Actually, forget. One of the things that's most endearing and um, uh, to me and kind of a, uh, an endorsement of the truth of the Old Testament is that, that uh, it, it's, it's a history of a people group, the children of Israel, and it's not pretty, you, you know, it's, they're not, it's not as they're if, not if I were people. telling my story, you know, I would highlight yeah. all the good points, right? I'm telling what a great guy Arthur is. And this right. is, I mean, you know, if you're going to make a, <laughs> if you're going to make up a religion, you would say, yeah. well, God came to this people and they, they yeah. instantly believed, they obeyed everything he said and God blessed their exactly. off and they didn't suffer. And, you know, they were God's people and everything was wonderful, but, um, but you know, if that was fallen was, man, I would want to follow that because they say, but my life isn't like that. Right. 
Yeah. And so, and so they show the suffering they went through and the fact that we needed to be redeemed. We needed to be reconciled with God. And those, the old Testament teaches all about the holiness of God. Yes. Like they make no mistake. I'm not some fake idol. And, um, you know, I have a way that is right and holy and, I'm welcoming you into the kingdom, but these are the rules. And yeah, this is the way, this is the way you walk and don't, don't test me. You know, I mean, and that's the faith you have to walk in that first, those, you know, in the Exodus, uh, in the lost in the wilderness, people stood up and said, who does this Moses think he thinks he is, you know, we're, 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 we're God's people too. And well, uh, not so much sons of Korah, you know, the earth opened up and swallowed them. And it wasn't just, you know, it was God's judgment on them and the show. No, I have servants and I have a way. And even Moses and Aaron, uh, were prevented from going into the, into the, uh, the promised land when they took God for granted and, um, you know, out of their anger and stress of dealing with those difficult people, um, <laughs> they, they not only spoke to the rock, they hit the rock and, you know, and, uh, and God immediately said, okay, that's it guys, you're done. Um, Caleb and uh, Joshua will go in, but you won't. They didn't throw Moses and, and Aaron away because right. They in, you know, you see the, in the in the transfiguration that there is Moses talking with Jesus. So I mean, you know, it's not that they didn't get to go into oh. the promised land on earth, but they oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah, away from God. And, and, and actually, in the narrative, right after after this pronouncement of judgment, they they walk and then they get a victory over uh, the Amorites. You know, right, so they exactly. have a, a cities to live in after after being in the wilderness so long immediately after being told they can't go in the promised land they had they're given a victory over og and, and sihan and they have uh they have cities to live in and uh right, exactly. that's the the staging point that'll you know begin uh you know because that was really where it was winding down miriam dies aaron dies and this is the last of the 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 the, the, the first generation that has to perish before before they go in so it was all and just before uh, they gave them cities to, you know, to dwell in basically before they went into the promised land. So, so Mo- it wasn't that bad. And Moses did get to see it. <laughs> and that's like and and that's sort of, um, you know, how it was for the old, you know, those Old Testament great men of faith is they believed when they didn't see it. They, the, right. their, they were saved by the belief that the Messiah would come and and the lord that uh, promised it you know and that belief was steeped in their faith yeah this this draws out uh, a, a keen aspect that our, our faith is not also in the process um and we can and many christians can fall pitfall to this so we see in jesus time even many uh pharisees had their faith was in their pedigree, for instance. Their faith was in, well, we're, we're, Moses' children. We're, yeah, d- descendants of Abraham and we're, right. yeah. uh, you know, we're covenant people. And, um, was John the Baptist points out, you know, God can raise up children of Abraham from these stones. Right. Uh, and, and it's funny, just I'll interject right there. You know, they say, you know, oh, that wouldn't happen to us. Those Pharisees were crazy. Well, um, my, my, my grandmother was Catholic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and it's the same yeah. thing. So, yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. It must not be in, in the process, even though there is a, and, and I love practical Christianity. You know, if, if, if let me, let's face it. If, if you don't steal, thou shalt not steal you don't get arrested and go to jail for stealing. It's just Correct. really, there's a practical, practical there's a practical uh, outworking of our faith as well. But it, it's, sometimes we get, and, and this is, can be a real pitfall and stumbling block for believers that they, they put their faith in the practical aspects of Christianity. Like I'm, I'm doing all the stuff, right? I'm doing everything right. I'm not reaping the result. Well, your your faith is never in your works or doing the stuff right um and that's only a mingled rightness anyway to yeah. just 
clear about that. But mm-hmm. your faith is never in just be, otherwise it's just a, a, another book on the self-help uh, aisle. And if, and if it doesn't work out for you, just go back to the bookstore and, and try a different process. All right. Um, that's, that's why the, 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 is, yeah. the cornerstone, the emphasis here is that our faith is in a living person. Right. And that living person is faithful. <laughs> mm-hmm. yes. He's faithful. Mm-hmm. And faithful and just. So um, th- this is, uh, uh, this really rounds out uh, our study. Oh, and, Romans uh, said, 1, 5 says, through him we have received grace and apostleship for the obedience to the faith. The faith, yeah. yeah. So it's through the faith, what, what faith? The faith in him. Yeah. And you go on to say it's that about, hear about growing your faith and about not leaving it dormant or yeah. let it activate. So the gift indeed uh, <laughs> is indeed to, to help us see or catch the revelation of the giver. <laughs> this is, uh, he, he, he gives us a gift of, of sight, you know, of, of spiritual sight so that we can see him yeah. uh, more clearly. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, and this gift, uh, like any spiritual gift, can be cultivated uh, to grow or left dormant to atrophy, you know, uh, we can just um, put our faith on the shelf and say, great, you know, I, I prayed a prayer one day, uh, I'm going to heaven, uh, my faith is in Christ, uh, uh, I love him, he's a great guy, and I'm going to go to church every Sunday. And, and, and that can be the extent of our, of our faith ex- experience. But um, I said in the previous study a year ago how faith is dynamic, Mm-hmm. And it, it can grow. The Bible speaks of little faith and weak faith and great faith and uh, um, uh, strong faith. And, and, and so there's a, a spectrum there. And, mm-hmm. and you, you know, so you might be given to, to ask the question, well, how do, how do I grow my faith? Well, you know, step out in faith and see mm-hmm. what happens. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, try something. Mm-hmm. Uh, preach the gospel on a street corner to people who don't like you. See how it works out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, you know, pray for somebody for healing, uh, extend your faith, walk through a, a trial or, or a situation, trusting God mm-hmm. and wait upon him for, uh, the result. And these are all things that will, will enhance, will grow our faith. Great faith, uh, believes nothing but the word. Mm-hmm. So it's an issue of taking God, um, we grow uh, faith by trusting God and mm-hmm. taking him at his word, believing him, not just believing in him, and, uh, but and applying that, that trust to life-changing situations and circumstances. So uh, James says, you, 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 you say you believe in one God. Great. You know, demon, oh, demons demon. believe uh-huh. that too. All right. But, you right. Know, big de- so it's not just about believing in God, it's about believing God, right, and taking right. him at his word, seeing his word as, as a personal account. This is, you know, this is his love letter to us mm-hmm. personally, mm-hmm. all right? That we can we even plug ourselves into the narrative. A couple of weeks ago, we, we did a, a, a study about the, the narrative aspect of, of God's word. Mm-hmm. And the beauty of that narrative is not something remote about, you know, just some folk that lived uh, 2000 years ago. We're in the narrative where many people describe it as Acts chapter 29, right? We're living, we're in the narrative still. It's still unfolding and and coming to pass. So uh, um, are you taking uh, Matthew 8 for for me? Yeah. So this is... uh, we can we can grow uh, our faith and we can grow in faith and and the great and the and the faith community is is subject to growth uh, mm. and we love that we we want and we want to see that happen because it's god's heart that all men would come to repentance that yeah. that all would, would be saved and hear the gospel and and be saved so uh, growth is a is a is a key element to this living organism mm-hmm. yeah. Honey, did you just have uh, Matthew 8, uh, 5 to 13? I do. Yeah. Now, when Jesus had entered Capernaum, a centurion came to him, pleading with him, saying, Lord, my servant is lying at home, paralyzed, dreadfully tormented. And Jesus said to him, I will come to and heal him. The centurion answered and said, Lord, I am not worthy that you should come under my roof, but only speak the word and my servant will be healed. 
for I am a man under authority, having soldiers under me. And I say to this one, go, and he goes, and to another one, come, and he comes, and to my servant, do this, and he does it. And when Jesus heard this, he marveled and said to those following him, assuredly, I say to you, I have not found such great faith, not even in Israel. And I say to you that many will come from the east and the west and sit down with, with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob in the kingdom of heaven. But the sons of the kingdom will be cast out into utter darkness. There will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Then Jesus, turning to the centurion, said, go your way. As you have believed, so let it be done. And his servant was healed at that same hour. Mm-hmm. So there's a, a great <laughs> expression of, of an example of faith, of a man that took took Jesus at his word. Mm-hmm. He said, mm-hmm. just, just say the word, Lord, and and I know that uh, my servant will be healed. We see the, the bridge again between uh, the, the noun uh, faith and the, the verb believe, to, uh, to, to believe. Faith mm. and belief are, are uh, linked in, in, in this passage of scripture. And the key verse there in, in 10 says, um, I've not seen such great faith. This mm. is great faith that takes God at his word. word. Yeah. word. And, and that's what we, you know, are, are uh, intended to do. I, I started a book study with a couple of young people. I, we read from it last week that uh, uh, Waiting on God. Waiting on God. Uh-huh. Andrew Murray, Waiting on God. And Waiting is often uh, an element and an aspect of our faith walk that puts it to the test, okay? The faith, anything that's untested is questionable, right? You know, I, I, I don't want to get in a, in, in, in a plane that they say, oh, it's, it's fresh off the assembly line. You know, you're, never been you're, flown. Never been flown. Point. You're the first ones. <laughs> like, oh, great. You know, I'll tell you what, why don't you be the first ones? Come back, pick up to see how it works out but yeah, uh faith test, test pilot wasn't always uh <laughs> most uh or, or it's a brand new position. pilot first maiden flight uh yeah just got out of okay. flight school you know never never flown a plane before but i've been but you I, did sim- I, simulations a, I lot, did all the a simulations. lot of simulations so uh faith that's un- untested mm. is 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 questionable and so uh we uh, uh by waiting on god this is one of the, the key elements that, that puts faith to our test. Are we going to wait uh, patiently? Are we going to mm-hmm. s- remain in faith, let's continue to abide in faith, mm-hmm. even when we haven't received the promise? Hebrews uh, 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 11, um, the, en- the end of the great uh, faith chapter says, uh-huh. um, they, you know, they wandered in deserts and mountains, etc. And these, all these, having obtained a good testimony through faith, did not receive the promise. Mm-hmm. God having provided something better for us that they should not be made perfect or complete or full apart from us. Right. You know, so this is, mm-hmm. yeah. So this is um, uh, all uh, weaves into uh, the, uh, the, the faith picture and buttresses all the aspects of our understanding about because that's what we're trying to get to you know Mm -hmm. and i i would be remiss if i didn't esteem flip back to hebrews 11 1 which is the great description and and uh and definition of faith saying now faith is is the substance of things hoped for we studied Mm -hmm. hope last week it's the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of of things not seen, mm-hmm. indeed. So, um, I uh, my faith is enriched. My faith is enriched just by studying faith and coming yeah. to understand it. Mm-hmm. You see, mm-hmm. you know, it's oftentimes when we use words that just roll off our tongue, like abide or like faith and things of that sort, and we don't really put the the, the richness of the meaning under the microscope mm-hmm. for a moment and and consider. Uh, uh, everything that's involved in just Mm -hmm. speaking that word um uh, we can be glib about it you know we can uh, say uh, i've heard people say oh i uh, uh, you know uh, it's all about faith isn't it and i say like what do you mean by that Mm -hmm. (laughs) you even know what you mean by that that? Uh, 
And I so, think the concept of being tested is important because yeah. as a school teacher, you don't just, you know, give a class. <laughs> like I said, I used to teach, you know, in high school and you, you have to give the, the, the information, but then you have to test the students. Right and see if they retained it, if they learned it, if they learned the lesson. Yeah, yeah. The, you know, yeah. walking around the, the mountain 40 years, I guess they didn't learn the lesson quite quick enough uh, with right. the Hebrews and everything. And even in today's situation, you know, we've just received some information about me. Mm -hmm. Test our faith. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's right. Um, I have to speak but um, yeah, so, you know, um, just for our, our listeners, Mark and, and Tammy Lynn know, but uh, Suzanne has, uh, uh, had a, a biopsy uh, for, on her thyroid and it came back positive for, for cancer. And so uh, initially, you know, when, when you hear the, the bad news or the big C word, particularly uh, uh, fear creeps in, and we get this ominous sense of, uh, and then we went, uh, we stepped out and we learned about it. We, we, you know, we read first, some articles. Well, we first, we, we prayed. And we, we prayed. The first thing it. we did was we prayed. Yes. Yeah. Because that's mm -hmm. how you're going to grow your faith. Exactly. And, you know, the consensus was God's got this and we're trusting God. And yeah. um, as we, as we learned about it and spoke to the doctors, it was not uh, quite so foreboding. Right. Um, it's a common form of, of thyroid cancer. It's it's very operable and has a high recovery rate. And we're believing God for, for but great But we're trusting things. God. Yeah. yeah. Not trusting yeah. in the promise of the, of the surgeon or promises of the medical community or any of that. Right. We're trusting yeah. God. We're trusting yeah. God. Amen. Even through my tears. <laughs> yeah. And, and, you know, as, as creator, he is the author of healing and life. And uh, yeah. we have to trust in him. Indeed. Hallelujah. So there's a little life lesson in faith, folks. Absolutely. Yeah. And That's... you can have faith in God, even through my tears, mm -hmm. that you can have this. If yes. you seek Jesus as your personal Savior, as your Lord and Savior, you don't have to walk through things like this. Yes, oh, I'm not saying I'm not scared. All. I'm a little scared. Sure, yeah. I'm scared. Sure. But I have God to walk through me with this. Amen. I'm nice. not afraid because he's my Lord and Savior. And I pray every day when we do this when we do this podcast, I always want to show and say, please, dear listener, please, dear watcher, if you want the Lord to be your Lord and Savior, all you have to do is believe. Yeah. Confess him as your Lord and Savior. Confess that you are a sinner, that you need a redeemer, that you need a Savior. Indeed. And then you too can have that personal Savior in you and you can have the Holy Spirit. And when you walk through things like this, you don't have to be afraid. Right. You just have to trust God and have faith. In him. Yeah. In him. So who is faithful? <laughs> Mark, why don't you close us out? Absolutely. Lord God, Heavenly Father, thank you um, for giving us a measure of faith. Uh, Lord, thank you for opening our eyes uh, to the truth of the gospel, Jesus Christ, and um, for giving us each the gift of our salvation. Lord, we thank you for um, the blessings that you've shown us. Uh, you know, up to this day, and Lord, we're, we're believing for blessings uh, that, that are going to be happening today and in the future. Yes. Um, the things that are hoped for and the things that are unseen uh, will define our faith, and uh, we believe. Uh, we believe in you, Lord, and uh, we believe yes. that you're good and that you do what's right, and come what may, we're going to follow you. We're going to believe yes. in you, and we're going to share the good news um, oh, so Lord. other people can come out of the darkness and see your magnificent light and experience mm -hmm. a new life in Christ that's available to everyone who repents and, and makes Jesus yes. the Lord and Savior. Yes, Jesus. Lord, we thank you for the assemblies that we uh, of believers that we'll go into today where we get to share our faith and celebrate our faith yes. with people of the same faith. And yes, Lord, um, we pray for the Holy Spirit to be upon us today to uh, anoint our, our worship services, to anoint the pastors and worship teams, to allow the Holy Spirit to work in and through them uh, to give you glory. And um, Absolutely. in the days ahead, we, we just pray for you to be with us. We pray for you to go before us and yes. to, to have your will be done on earth um, so we can, we can know that uh, even when things uh, appear uncertain, uh, we can always be certain that you love us and that you will move all things together for good for those Absolutely. who love you 
and are called according to your purpose. We thank you for the call you put on each one of our lives. Right. And we pray for everyone listening or watching today. Yes, Jesus. Um, or someday in the future that we can't even think of, um, mm -hmm. or that they would be encouraged um, yes. by the things we've, we've spoken about today and the things that you revealed to us. We thank you for all these things. We love you, and we praise your holy name. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 All right. Um, this is the end of the program. Uh, just a reminder, everyone watching, we are releasing our, our, our previous studies on Wednesdays. This past Wednesday, we released um, a study called The Issue of Authority. Oh, um, so that one's that. out there on YouTube. If you want to watch it instead of just listen to it, it's now out there. And, and so I've, I've had time and I've scheduled the, the releasing of all our Zoom uh, Zoom sessions that we've done previously before Resurrection Sunday to be released once a week on Wednesdays, and that'll continue on. So this week we'll be releasing Issue of Authority Part Two because uh, <laughs> uh, really, there was more issues with the authority, so we need. You got, got issues. You got issues. You had two weeks to do that one, so so that'll be out. And as always, there's the the daily podcast to encourage you. And yes. uh, the blog um, that's there if you need to see the photos, and and, yes. I'm, and I'm releasing those on on the YouTube channel as well. Uh, I developed a, a worship uh, list on on YouTube and some other playlists, basically with the channel. So if you want to check it out, you can check that out. Uh, do you guys have anything else to say before we close? No, just that we're standing in faith, and uh, we'll keep the listeners in in play too, and. We're just going to, we're believing for that covered prayers. Positive answer. Yep, indeed. That's it. And as, as I stated earlier, if, if you want to share a comment or anything, you can always reach us at mtforchrist247 at gmail.com. Um, that's it for this week. And I'll stop the recording now. <laughs> Thank you.